What up, everybody? It's your boy, Johnny B. I couldn't come up with a nickname today. Coming at you live. Oh, wait, no, that way, that's Gusty Intern's thing. Johnny I'm sorry. couldn't be bothered. Jo yeah, I, I couldn't be bothered today. I couldn't. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Johnny B. I couldn't be bothered today, apparently. <laughs> um, I'm here with Sir Roki and our good friend Gus the Intern. This is the part where you say coming at, coming at you live. What to do, everybody? It's your boy, Awkward Intro, here, coming at you live <laughs> with the remix. We would be so lost without that. Yeah, every time. <laughs> every time. No, seriously. Alright, well, <clears throat> welcome to another uh, episode of Media Speak Easy, our second one. Um, so, today's topic of discussion slash debate, if we get into one, because there's a possibility of us always running into debates. Oh, boy. Um, I do love me some confrontation in the morning. What, us bickering against each other? No. That wouldn't happen. No. Um, but uh, today's topic of discussion in our speakeasy is forgotten cartoon gems. So these are cartoons that people have either forgotten or people probably didn't know existed. So in usual fashion and tradition, because as usual, he's never ready. Because it's his thing. It's Mr. Gus never be prepared. The intern. And that's why he's an intern. He's not getting paid for this shit. We are. We, yeah, we, we're, we're getting paid. <laughs> he, he's not getting paid. Not, not a nickel. Yeah. He just, he, he just sits <laughs> in the room. He's getting paid. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You're the one that's paying us. <laughs> and he starts crying. Okay. So, Gus, what is your forgotten cartoon gem? Uh, Dave the Barbarian. I don't know if you guys remember oh, that show. Oh, yeah, I do. I, I remember as a kid, I was semi-interested, but at the time I didn't understand the actual hilarious jokes that came with that show. I, I feel like, in general, that's just a thing. You know, like, there's always shows that um, they have, you know, like, a particular demographic, and then the the creators like to sneak in a good couple of jokes here and there that completely go over our heads, and then we, you know for the adults, yeah, and then we go back and we're like, "How the hell did they get away with this shit?" Yeah, I remember there was this one scene in particular they showed where this guy came back from the future, back in time, to meet Dave's uh, family and gave him a game guy. Is I think is what they called it. They yeah, called so it. basically a Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. basically, but like. They gave him that. Everyone started playing with it, and then it came around to that one, um, that one girl. I forgot what her name was. She uh, was like Candy. She owned the 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 crippling depressed hog unicorn. Was it the sister? I think so. Yeah, with the ponytail. Was it? I'm not uh, sure. Well, she was playing with the, with the game guy, and the guy kept uh, the horse kept going. Come on, let me at it. Let me let me have a turn. And she just kept saying no. Oh, yeah. And he's like, please, before I tell you the dark stories of the of the dreams, it's so dark, they won't go away. Something along yeah. that line. She's like, all right, fine. So she drops it, and he drops his hoof onto the game guy, and he's like, the cold irony, no thumbs. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Oh my god, that th that character had oh its like particular man. cult following too. People really love that fucking character. He, he was basically like anti-joke horse, wasn't he? Oh, I might as well be. I mean, is that what he was called there? 
I have no idea. I barely remember this. <laughs> That'd cartoon. be a hilarious name, Anti Joe Course. And, he, and and here's the thing that like and that's a really really like sad like he was like, like a joke. pretty he was a pretty little unicorn with who actually happened to have crippling depression had heard voices in his head okay and sounded like Christopher Walken. You guys want to know his name? Yeah. What? Twinkle the Marvel Horse. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, that. yeah. And okay. it, basically, it says he suffers from extreme depression and possible <laughs> psychosis. Psychosis? He, t- he often so, talks about his dreams, which are bio? very disturbing. Is that in his bio? It's in his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Suffering from depression. Wow, that's fucking... Oh, that's and, and, here's, and here's, like, the worst part about it that you have to realize. This show is a Disney show. Like, it's a, it's a straight-up Disney show. That's the worst part. I remember when I was working in California Conservation Corps, and I ended up talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed a, I, I told a, um, everyone there, including my supervisor at the time, about it. And they ended up pulling up a YouTube video, and they're just like, oh... They just ate up, ate it all up. Just started dying. Oh, dude, it was hilarious. Yeah, that that show was really, really. That, it it had its moments. My supervisor was just nodding in disappointment while everybody else and, was just laughing. And here's the thing <laughs> about it too. Like, and he, again, we're gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go to this because a lot of people know me. I'm not a really big Disney fan, and all in general, and just the whole, the whole, you know, thing. I don't. I didn't grow up watching. Uh, Disney cartoons. I watched more along the lines of um, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. Like that's exactly what, that's that's the stuff I used to watch until my cable got cut, and then I got I, like the basic channels. <laughs> UPN, yeah, Fox UPN, Kids. Fox oh, Kids. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Let's get this straight, okay? Because I, I, I'm, I'm gonna bring this up. The other day, I had an argument with Gus oh, no. over what came first. The Fox Box came first, Gus. It wasn't for kids. It was the Fox that, Box. It was Fox Box. Remember we talked about it. No, we didn't. That wasn't an argument. I never actually argued that. I knew for a fact Fox Box, that little Fox Box thing with the two... Antennas? The, antennas or bunny ears? Yeah. Yeah, that thing came out before four kids. What yeah. I was complaining about is the fact that four kids ended up being a completely, like, shallow shell of its former self. And how unbelievably, like, what's the word? The suits. The suits. Uh, uh, corporate. Corporate, corporate, yeah. It was completely corporate. It was obviously just corporate at that point. It just turned completely... Not even four kids. They just started, like, taking third-party uh, voice oh, oh, actors or whatever. No, companies hold on. That were hold on, though. I'm not, not going to take away credit from four kids, though, because it still gave us some decent shows. Like, mm, yeah. it did... I it, guess that's just me it, being, like, the grumpy old man who's like, back in my day, we had... Fox box. Yeah, no, like, but like that's the thing though. It, it they it gave us like the Ninja Turtles, uh, the the more modern iteration of it that mm. ended up spanning like a sequel where they're like trapped in the future and like whatnot. Oh, shoot, I do remember that. Yeah, they got trapped in the future. Yeah, uh, Turtles in Time. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. But it's like they took scenes uh, from a hat. And they just like mixed up, like <laughs> okay, certain take things. a premise. Any premise. Take a premise, any premise, write it down, put it in the hat. Put, put, and Obviously, then, turtles are going to be in there, but like, we'll just like and then mix gra- it up. And then grab that premise and stick it on the wall with the other premises. It's and, perfect. And, and we'll throw a dart at it, and wherever it lands, that's the one we'll do. <laughs> I just, like, a little tad bit off topic. I'd imagine, like, when, when they, you know how when it comes down to the time for them to, like, pitch ideas. When they're pitching certain ideas, especially for, like, not-so-good cartoons, especially those uh, baby, super babies or whatever. I don't oh, know if yeah. you heard of that. 
where they like shat ginormous oh, piles that... of turd. Could you imagine like how the process of pitching that show went? It's like okay, so it's babies with superpowers, and they can they can have massive shits towering up higher than the Eiffel Tower. Was that on? Fox? I thought that was Cartoon Network. No, well, yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's why I was slightly off topic. Because uh, it was just more like crappy cartoons and how they're pitched. Yeah, just just yeah. imagine the awkward speaking scenario of, of it. Speaking about cartoons better left forgotten. <laughs> oh, gosh. Kobioku? <laughs> no, no, we were no, waiting. That was a pretty decent we're, show. We were waiting for your response. Oh, okay, yeah. no. No, no, uh, I remember Kobioku was definitely... That could be in the list too, right? No, it's kind of like uh, underestimated to an extent. Popular, yeah. No, when it came out, it yeah, was pretty mad. It, it, I it remember like kind of up and down with certain fans. Some some fans were like, "This is awkward and weird," and the other fans were like, "All it, right, I dig it. I it, dig it." Is it me or did it like did it? Okay, I'm trying to remember this properly I because I because every time Code Lyoko would come on, I would switch the channel to go watch Ned Declassified. <laughs> Every single time that happened. But, um, I think I remember that there was, like, 2D animation oh, for it, God, and then it went I'm, into 3D animation. I like, remember the theme song. Right? I have the, now I have the Dakota Lyoko theme song. What was the head. villain of Code What was it? They were in a video game, right? Or something of that sort? I don't know. It was like, some, the it nerd was had a crush on... weird, wasn't it? The don't nerd had me. some sort of, like, bizarre relationship with the pink-haired uh, digital girl. Yeah. And now it's just like, ha, permaversion. Oh, sorry. Gone. No, I was gonna say. Speaking of uh, weird, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of weird villains, Dave had a really weird villain too. Do you remember what it was? Dave the Barbarian. Yeah. Going back, going back to sub the, back. the topic. Do you guys remember what it was? No. No. It was a fucking pig. Oh my god! No, I don't even remember. Got, that's the only thing I remember of this cartoon is really? the freaking chuckles the pig. What the hell? Really? Like, yeah. that was a thing? That was the main bad guy of the entire show. The show only ran for, like, a year. Wow. So, like, how many seasons did it even span? I think one, right? One or two? Let me see. It uh, aired from only January 2004 to January 22nd, 2005. One season and 21 episodes. Wow. That's 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 almost up par to like the 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 um the one the one cartoon I'm gonna talk about. It's pretty much the same thing. Wow, just very short. Yeah, it was a very short lived uh, cartoon, but yeah, no, Dave the Barbarian. Like I and and again, I I didn't watch Disney, but that was one show that like I remember bits and pieces about it. And that horse is just one of the biggest pieces that I remember um about that show. It was oh, it was wow. hilarious. Yeah, and yeah, that 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 made me laugh because I used to think that that. Christopher Walken actually voiced the damn horse. <laughs> I thought it was actually Christopher Walken when Who I first watched voice it. That horse? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, give me a quick second. Yeah, I gotta find out who voiced it. Yeah, we have horse. to find out who voiced that horse because that voices the dark. They're all inside me. Yeah, that that, that that show had a lot Close. of dark. <laughs> that show had a lot of dark context in it. And I'm like, wow, this is like a Disney show. They and that's a, this is this is one of those instances where like you go back and you watch the show and you're like, how the hell did they get away with this? You know, like so, some of the themes were really really fucking dark. Oh shit. What? So he's done quite a bit of stuff. Everything from Nuasa and the Valley of the Wind, I probably messed that up. To Porco Rosso, to Batman, Master of the Phantasm. Wow. Oh my god. Return of Jafar. Who is this guy? His name is Jeff Bennett. Okay. So he's done quite a bit of stuff. Mortal Kombat, Gargoyles. Oh, movie. I remember that the Mortal Kombat show. show. All Dogs movie. Go to Heaven 2, James of the Giant Peach. I wasn't a big fan of the do- All Dogs Go to Heaven. I wasn't either. It was, yeah. What was it, Don Bluth? 
I think so. I don't remember. I barely remember that movie. I, I every time I barely th- remember my sh- childhood. It was period. it was weird because every time All Dogs Go to Heaven came on, I just I just had the the like sudden urge to watch Oliver and Company. Yeah. <laughs> For like no apparent reason, I'm just like, you know what? This makes me want to watch Oliver and Company. <laughs> it's like you get a sudden cartoon craving. Like it's really really weird. Like. What the hell? You like, know a cartoon gotta... is bad when it starts reminding you of a better cartoon? And it makes you want to watch it? It makes you, gotta... you want to watch that cartoon? Cartoon cravings? You watch Cold Lyoko's? Like, I want to watch... Wait, what was that you said that you would put on instead of Cold Lyoko? Uh, Ned's Declassified. Ned's Declassified. But, like, that that has, like... But, but, like, that it doesn't even connect because, like, it's not... Um, whatchamacallit, All Dogs Go to Heaven and Oliver, Oliver and Company actually connects because it's about, yeah. you know, animals. But, like... No, I just I would just randomly decide to change it over to Nasty Classified because it was because it was a better show to <laughs> me, you know, in my opinion. Because I couldn't I couldn't do Code Lyoko. I remember I had a crush, dude. Every time I watched shows, I'd have a crush on any female that looks somewhat attractive. I think that's a given. <laughs> I think that's a given. Everybody because I like, had a crush on the fucking on the the pink haired girl. I had a crush on the fucking black gothic girl. What, what, what black show? wearing gothic girl. What, what show are we talking about exactly? Code Lyoko. Code Lyoko? Okay, cool. Because I thought we were talking about Ned's Classified. Oh no! Yeah, no. That, <laughs> that show was. That was pretty alright. It, it was I actually. Don't know if I had any it, 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 it was. It was a pretty decent show, and it, and it actually had its good run. And my favorite, I think, the coolest part about the show. Um, this is just completely off topic because I'm going on a tangent about Ned's Classified. The coolest <laughs> thing about the show is that the show actually got to finish properly. You know, there's not a lot of shows that get to actually finish properly, especially oh, did, sitcoms did, like that. Didn't you know? they come back and give it like a proper send off, or did they do it in production? No, they did it in production because basically what the plan was for Nancy Classified is that they were gonna go. It went from the it went, I think it was the sixth grade to the seventh grade. It was middle school. It was middle school. And 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 like, they, they played they, by, by high schoolers at that point. By that point, yeah, but um, but the eventually what the plan was, and the reason why they ended uh, that series is because they were gonna jump on to the next series. They were gonna actually make another series where um, they were all in high school. Where they were in high school, yeah, it was gonna be a high school survival guide instead of um, the middle school one. I just oh, imagine I like some, half of the girls, some some of the girls are pregnant, some of the guys are in jail. <laughs> oh wow! What a what a great way to make the show. I'm terrible. No, but terrible. apparently, apparently, what sucks is that they legitimately got into like two episodes worth of filming and then they stopped for yeah, like no apparent reason. About that. There's some, something Probably about production that cancellations. Yeah, I, I think production I think, couldn't couldn't actually I, do. I think the um the suits in office were like, you know what? This isn't making it. This won't be worth the money we need. What would you sound like? Some, it appears. You sound like a weird ass. Why are you like ninety years old? This yeah, how, just imagine that's how the. Mono- you sound like, like a, they have a. They look like a Monopoly man, but fat. For, for some reason, they have a monocle, and they're like, "Oh, I do come to, I do. I do <laughs> you sound like Dick Van Dyke playing an old man. You know, you know what it just reminded me of? What? Alive and kicking. Well, alive, anyways. <laughs> What the oh, fuck? Man. <laughs> uh, what was his name again? For, uh, Loveless. Yeah, Loveless. That, that's who. That's who uh, Gus reminded me of. And if 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 you watch the first episode, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> I, do, I do say there's a there, there's not enough money being made in this here show. Yeah, it hasn't come out yet. But or yeah, I've come to the conclusion that it's not going to make any money at all. So we have to can it. So Dave the Barbarian. Yeah, that that show. But, 
That that show had its it, it, and it's that's the thing. Now it actually has its following. You know, people are are finding this show and they're like, oh wow, this is actually pretty good. You know, and like it it kind of has this little cult following. Yeah, I, when it was popular, I I think it came out what two thousand five. I think I said yeah. When it, that came out, I didn't have cable or anything else but bunny ears. <clears throat> yeah, and so I never knew of about it until my adult life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not a lot of people knew about it. I, I mean, I, I watched... I barely heard about it, like, like, I think a little bit after the show came out, when it was showing on Reruns. XD, mm-hmm, yeah. Disney XD. Yeah, that's when I heard about it, because I didn't have much cable myself, so a lot, of the, a lot of the 90s stuff kids enjoyed, I didn't get a chance to enjoy. I wish I could watch DuckTales, but no, my parents <laughs> don't. I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb and say that I'm not a big fan of DuckTales. So it wasn't worth it? Oh, thank God. I, no, here's the thing. There are things that are worth it. <clears throat> Darkwing Duck. <clears throat> Darkwing Duck was fantastic. Those are the shows, I swear. Darkwing Duck, the the, the, the hockey one with the NHL fucking ducks. Oh, freaking like Mighty, ducks. Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks, yeah. I remember as a kid, it's like, when are they going to show the guy before he put the mask on? I, I really want to see the guy without the mask because I feel like, like the guy just lost his soul. Like he's not he's like somewhere trapped in that mask and the guy is like not him that's I, wearing the mask. I honestly think that would be a nice little honorable mention because I really, really like that Mighty Duck show. And like they I remember I remember when I was a kid I used to have all the toys and they even made a movie for it for yeah, the actual show. That's yeah, 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 that's right. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. We it, had Mighty Ducks, we had a uh, DuckTales, we had that Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Dark. Duck. Okay. What's 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 Disney's fascination with ducks? They got Donald. They got to go all out on it. And then, but oh yeah, but where's Goofy? Well, maybe no they, they created they tried to create a lore behind uh, Donald's uh, people. I guess Donald <laughs> Ducks. Uh, well, well, here's duck a, people. Okay, so basically, if you know anything about it, and this is really weird coming from me because I I absolutely don't care for a lot of Disney shows, but I know this because I love. I actually love Darkwing Duck. I have. Every season on DVD. Do you really? I, yes, I do. I still watch oh it. Oh my why god! Are we not watching it. I don't know. I don't know why we're not watching. Because <laughs> why are we watching? You want to know why we're not watching it? Because we're doing this podcast right now. I mean, screw we the can audience, always watch right? it while we're. <laughs> yeah, no, we <laughs> totally just made one. We'll, we'll 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 be fine with one podcast. You know, no, but um, yeah, no, the I I this is funny coming from me, but um, if you know anything about that. Yes, there. It's actually funny, but like the Ducktales universe is actually connected to the Darkwing Duck universe. It's an actual thing that actually exists. Yeah, I it thought makes they were sense, like cousins because they're all ducks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's cousins. And there's cousin or something. I think. Yeah, I think there's like they're cousins and they're related in some way. And then on top of that, there are reoccurring characters from Ducktales that appear in Darkwing, in, in Darkwing Duck. Duck. Yeah, but um. Anyways, back to the topic of discussion. So yeah, David the Barbarian, good show. Um, Amazing very, show. Very, very dark themes. <laughs> very dark. Covered in a light, very bright wrapped package. Yeah, seriously, because like the the unicorn, the the unicorn was like all peppy and like like Dude. look look he looked he looked peppy and happy and all colorful and then after that he started talking and Dude. you're like wow. Dude, you have, you want to talk about spirit animal? It's my spirit animal. That's right your spirit there. animal. <laughs> 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 A, the definition, the, the epitome of spirit animal, at least for me, 
I would have thought beautiful on the outside, crippling, cr- crippled on the inside. Guess for you, I, I would have thought like <laughs> raccoon or something. <laughs> what? Just, just no. They're happy, man. They're all happy and giddy. <laughs> they're happy sifting through garbage. Exactly. At least they're happy. <laughs> it makes sense because this guy's got voices in his head, fucking having a battle in his oh, mind. Yeah, but yeah, that that was really sad. Like I remember, I remember that was a thing. That that particular scene, I like. We're, I feel like we're clinging on to the scene because honestly, this is the like a good portion of what I remember. But um, yeah, no, that was really sad. He was like, "Oh no, I don't have thumbs," and I'm like, "God, like, that's so no, sad." Like, well, the cold irony, no thumbs. It, it's funny because nowadays in more modern cartoons, you see that kind of stuff a lot, where it's a usually a lighthearted character with really dark undertones. <laughs> yeah. And I think that 2000, early 2000 area is what really started to bring that forth. But, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, um, I, I feel like that's what brought forth more like creative writing as far as cartoons went. Because before, you know, like there were a lot, and I'm going to bring this point up when I bring up my cartoon, but like before when we had regular cartoons, you know, like, cartoons felt really generic like you know like to an extent you know like after a while like in the 80s a lot of cartoons kind of had this like oh bad guy exists uh good guy must stop them and you know they go on an adventure type you know deal you know happy ending yeah and then happy ending or we had like you know for shows like uh the super mario brothers show or the legend of zelda show you know the cartoon shows like that was that was a thing you know bugs me <laughs> the yeah. Bugsby show. Yeah, like, that was kind of a thing. It was very generic, and I feel like that kind of crossed over a lot to, like, uh, the like the early 90s, and it wasn't until, like, the mid to, like, late 90s that we started getting this, like, nice surge of, Dude. like, really, like, different cartoons. They and were experimenting. Yeah. It was during an era where they weren't afraid to experiment and take risks. Because that's, that's when we got Dave the Barbarian. That's when we got they, Grim Adventures of Billy and Billy. Yeah. They threw shows like that. They threw complacency out the window. Nowadays, everybody's just every company is way too complacent where they where they are. They don't. Nobody wants to take risks, and like no one. But here's the thing, though. Like I understand why some people wouldn't want to take risk, and it's due to the fact that like you need to find really good writers to portray a, a really good story. You know, it, it, car, like most people kind of dismiss cartoons as just being cartoons, but like honestly, cartoons is a really, really important medium. You know that we that like, you know, exist. You know, especially nowadays. Especially nowadays, you know, because we have we have shows like Steven Universe that tackle that tackle like really, really important themes. You know, and like, and it doesn't stick to that cookie cutter generic storyline. It has these really deep impactful things that you didn't see back in our childhood oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like steven universe uh, adventure time and, and, but like here's here's the thing though even even with the cartoons that we did grow up you know Gravity like Falls. like there, there, there was a strong surge of change in cartoons you know like um i'll give you an example rocket power uh oh, ta- boy. It, 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 it was you know them going off on new adventures but it was growing up you know, and then you have stuff like the Wild Thornberries. You know, mm. like again, shows that kind of like started like oh stepping God. away from these cookie cutter like ordeals. You know, more, more t- taking more risks, making making more different it, it, stories, more exactly innovative ideas, and like and like actual original ideas. One of my favorite shows, you know, like um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friend. 
it was so good because of all the themes it was tackling and like like one of my, fa- my one of my favorite favorite parts about that whole series has to be um uh goodwill hunting Oh, goodwill hunting. Goodwill hunting. Yeah. I, I really love because it talks about family and it it talks about Wilt going back to find his creator, you know, and like it, we get to learn the story about Wilt, you know, and it's it's Whoa. sad. It was sad to see all the things that happened to him, but it was it was really really like satisfying in the end, you know, like Whoa. when he finds his creator, Dude, and it I- was it was it was it was you know it shows like that, you know, like that start bringing in more, you know, that give you more than, and start stepping away from these cookie cutter, you know, like, um, generic kind of like ideals where it's like, good guy exists. Good guy has superpower. Good guy must stop bad guy. Good guy stops bad guy. I'll curse you. I'll get you next time. You know? Yeah. The very like, curse you professor. Like, good. Like they, they, I shall catch you. The the one show that I think exemplifies that cookie cutter is the uh, Inspector Gadget show. Oh, oh yeah, boy. where I, I was actually going to touch on that a little with mine, but it was very much. Um, uh, it starts. We have a mystery. Gadget comes on. Penny saves the day. End scene with uh, Claw. The the I'll get you, Gadget type deal. And then <laughs> that was show. actually really good. Oh my god, I'll get you. But um yeah no and then another one that was kind of like that even though I actually really loved this show uh was Scooby Doo you know there was a mystery they had to solve it they catch the bad guy you know I mean at least they were creative with the bad guys and the way they went about it and eventually the show kind of started getting like it matured it as, matured a lot yeah as um as time went on as and audiences matured. except you know like now we have a Scooby Doo movie coming out every year or a new Scooby Doo series please make it stop. <laughs> What's your Scooby-Doo? We're coming after you. We're gonna solve that mystery. I see you, Scooby-Doo. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. I, 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 yeah, you, you remember the rest. <laughs> like, fucking just kill me already. Yeah. Just kill me now, Scoob. But, <laughs> fucking die, but yeah, Dave the Barbarian was great. Um, cause, I like how you go back to like, yeah, yeah, but uh, Dave, Dave the Barbarian was great. Touch on a good amount of themes. It had a good, uh, good brand of comedy. You know, it was that 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 one character is real. It's real, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real. It's close to home, man. But it's way too close. I'm and for change this time, I'm gonna go second, and then David's gonna go last. Interesting. Okay, let's see what you got. Okay. So back to my idea of shows that kind of started stepping away from. Um, the, the norm. norm, you know, and this this show definitely steps away from the norm because that's basically the idea of the whole show. This is a show that a lot of people didn't even know existed, and it makes me so sad that like it wasn't like touched upon. And on top of that, again, it was a short-lived series, and no one knows why. No one has any idea why. I feel like they just pulled the plug just to pull the plug. And this is a show when it first, I think it, its, first, its first premiere was on Foxbox. It was um, Adam's Family, the cartoon series. Oh my god, I completely forgot that, that was a cartoon series. Yeah, everyone, and no, here's the thing. There were two cartoon series. There's one in 70, that came out in 73, and the other one that came out in 92. Not, oh, yeah, the more Tim Burton-like? The, there, was a, there was a more Tim Burton-like yeah, that, 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 feel, that, right? Yeah, the one that has a more Tim Burton-like kind of feel, that 90s kind of feel, was the 92. Anything 90s and gothic was pretty much Tim Burton-like. And it was... it was The show was great. It had a, a small run, though. It only lasted from 92 
to I think it was ninety three. It only had two. It only had two seasons, and the second season got cut halfway through. And that just it, it made me so sad, dude. Like it was it was a really good show, and it touched on a lot of like really really great themes about how not being normal was okay. You know, like there's an episode that I remember. Um, it was it was called um, Cousin NJ, where one of the characters. Um, it's uh, Wednesday and Pugsley. They go to they go to school and they have a they have a classmate whose parents. Um, wanted to force his their son into the underwear selling business. That is so funny because I am on that episode yeah, right and, now. And, yeah, it's called NJ Adams. Um, they they the the two parents are trying to force their son into the into the underwear selling business, and he doesn't want to do that. And he feels like if he says no, he'll disappoint his family. But and then what ends up happening is he doesn't talk to his parents. So he, what he ends up deciding instead is he runs away from home. He runs away from home and he decides to go live with the Adams and the and and Pugsley and Wednesday are like, okay, cool, we're gonna make him an Adams, you know, and they and they they transform him into, into an, an Adams. Adams. They transform him into yeah. They make they they give him like these really big buck teeth and like a really long kind of like uh like long sleeve shirt. Oh, that's so freaking cool. And like. The whole episode, and it's funny because the 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 um, that same day that he decides to become an Adams, the Adams are having a family reunion, and and then he gets to meet the rest of the Adams, and then and at first they're like, NJ, we want you to know that our family is really weird. You need to understand that. And NJ's like, No, you guys are cool. I really like you guys. And then and then he re- he meets the rest of the Adams, and he's like, Nope, <laughs> I'm not. I can't do this. I can't do this with this you people. Before the after they transformed him. Um, this is after they transformed him because oh God. because everybody meets NJ and they're like, oh my god! And and here's here's what I love so much about the reaction of the family. You know, like they're like uh, Wednesday and Pugsy are like, hey, um, this is NJ Adams. He's a he's a family member. You know that we didn't know about. He's a long lost like relative. And, like, they're so easy to, like, start talking to him and, you know, bring him into the family. And they're, oh, so, they're, so, they're so welcoming, you know? so sweet. It's, it's so... It was so cool. And then, like... And then he meets the rest of the family, yada, yada, yada. Uh, spoiler, at the, towards the end of the card... Uh, the, the end of the episode, he ends up... Um, he ends up doing something to offend one of the biggest atoms in the family. Like, <laughs> you can't even see him. The only thing you can see is his, like, his feet and his, like, legs up to his calf. That's all you see. Isn't and the and one? yeah, and then like no no no, it's not cousin eight. No 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 not, not yeah no, but he is Harry. Like he yeah. he's they made him Harry. Oh. But what ends up happening is he the, this he uh, NJ does something to offend that character, and he and then the character starts chasing after NJ, and then once he gets cornered, NJ starts to defend himself, and he learns you know to actually speak. He's like you know what no, I'm gonna stand up for myself and I'm gonna talk, you know and. And then the guy's like, "Geez, man, calm down. I just wanted you to apologize, man. That's it. <laughs> just calm down. Like, I, you don't have to yell at me, man. Geez." Oh, wow. And then after NJ kind of m- musters up the gumption to actually, you know, talk to the to the giant, you know, he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna go home. And I'm gonna go to my family. I'm gonna go talk to them." You know, and then eventually he talks to his family, and they end up be, be you know, they end up 
uh, accepting that he doesn't want to do the underwear thing, you know, he doesn't want to do that. So it was a good show that tackled, you know, like a lot of family themes, you know, and it it showed you that it was okay to be weird and be different, you know, and think differently, especially in, you know, a family that kind of has... <clears throat> you know, their, their moral values set and, you know, this is the way we live and this is our lineage and we want you to be a part of it, you know, and like, you know, he, we have, you know, people that were going against the grain, you know, and this, and this was a good show that, that came out at the time because there were different waves of stuff going on at the time, you know, where people were trying to go against the grain and go, go against the norm. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I remember from that. Well, that series as a whole, no matter if it was the cartoons or if it was the live action or even the movies, that's the one thing I loved about the Adams. That's the one thing that drew me to them. And I do remember this cartoon. I, I love this cartoon. I especially loved the voice acting in it. He, you want Good thing you brought that up. But one of my favorite parts about the voice acting is that the actual Gomez, Gomez Adams, Adams yeah, was, from the original Adams family came back to reprise his role as oh, as Gomez. That's, that the, so that's the live action. Yeah, yeah. The live action black and white one where the where the whole set was actually pink. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So that cool. was really really cool. But yeah, they got the original Gomez Adam to come back and play uh, Gomez Adam. And it was it was really really cool, but yeah no um yeah they actually got Gomez Adams to come back to to reprise his role as as Gomez Adams and I really really liked that and I appreciated it about the show you know it felt authentic, but yeah like I said it was a show that didn't last long it didn't and no one knows why because it it had good ratings the the show would garner twenty five million viewers every time the episode came on yeah, every time I've been trying to do a little research on that. And I can't find really anything about anything. Yeah, it, we couldn't find anything concrete or solid as to why the show got canceled. It just it stopped being a what thing. Season? What, what season? It's the first season. Like no, 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 no. It, it got to the second season halfway through the second season. Oh, just like Dave the Barbarian. Yeah, and and here's the and here's the sad part too. Like this is around the time that the actual movie came out. The uh, Adams Family. The live action one. Values was it? I th- I don't remember which one came uh, first. No, I know which one came. I know. Val- I know. I know the storylines. I don't remember the titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But around that time, around the '90s, that's when the movies came out. You know, with uh, Julia and um, yeah. uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as um, uh, Gomez. Gomez. No, not, not Gomez. Gomez, uh, Gomez Fester. and Fester. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I know this is around the time the movies came out too, which is which is baffling as to why it was never picked up again, you know? As far as I can tell, it just got the chopping block and that's it. it I, I guess it was just one of those things where it was just like luck of the draw, you know? And again, it was it was a part of the um, Fox Box block, you know, where they had shows like The Addams Family. They had shows like um, The Magic School Bus. You know, like that. The Fox Box is the first place I ever saw the Magic School Bus. That's the first time I ever watched it, <laughs> because I, I I remember at one point in time I had nothing but basic cable, and I would wake up and I would I would I was that kid that would jump back and forth between channels. I'd go to yep. Kids WB, mm-hmm. and then when the when that one went to commercial, I would jump back and go on to Fox Box. I remember there was a special day where they actually had an extended an extension of. Uh... I think it was Foxbox, right? Or mm-hmm. it was the kids WB. There was like a special day where they decided to go past seven o'clock when they usually finish. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I can just remember it. 
Yeah, I know it was not. No, no. I'm incredibly excited to come back and just keep watching way past the time it normally would end. (laughs) No, you want to know something really, really funny about that? It's really obscure, but I do remember that. I, it was it was actually Kids it was WB. Yeah, Kid, yeah, it yeah. was. It was. And, and you want to know why? I think, did they only do that once, right? Yeah, they did that once. Once. You, Son of a bitch. You, you, I do remember where I actually was as a kid when I said... You know what's <laughs> funny about that? You want to know why? You want to know why the it's the only reason I remember that Kids WB went past its time? Because usually by the time that I was done watching Kids, uh, Kids WB, the next thing that would come on was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and then it was f- the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah! <laughs> I was so used to seeing that lineup that when it didn't happen, I was confused. But I was like, Kids WB? I'm not complaining. I don't give a shit. I'm. I don't care. I'm complaining. I'm still watching. This is fun. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then after that, like, I ended up I ended up changing the channel, and I was like, Yay, The Simpsons. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, for some apparent reason, it, the show got the chopping block, you know, and like, and yeah, it just, it just randomly got the chopping block. Like, we don't even know why it garnered a bunch of viewers. This show actually has a high rating on IMDb at a, at a like 7.5, uh, 8.0, you know, it's, it's a really, really good show that garnered a lot of attention and people really, really enjoyed it, you know, but I guess, you know, it just kind of started falling off. And it just and it just it's it's unfortunate that it, it lasted as long as it did because if I, I feel like if it would have lasted longer so much so much more would have came out of it especially with the way that like the cartoons were moving from like the mid nineties up you know yeah because this came out what nineteen ninety two ninety two yeah it was ninety two yeah so you know I can definitely see what you're saying but I think the early nineties before we started getting to like nine I want to say nineteen ninety nine things started to get really stale and for some reason they would move from show to show to show to show. Yeah, there wasn't consistency. I think it was like early 2000s that everything just started going downhill. Like creativity was out the window and they're just like splat with well, anything like, that hitting the walls and hoping something sticks. You would have those shows that were like had their 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 sticking power, their power. Yeah, their potential. Like um, this they got swallowed up. This by is a bunch this of is crappy ones. This is one of my honorable mentions. Uh, Osmosis Jones, the Ooh, cartoon God, series. I forgot about that. Wasn't that a Canadian show? One yeah, of the it, many Canadian shows it, yeah. that like randomly popped up into the U.S. Yeah, it was a it was a cartoon series, Osmosis Jones, and that was a really good show too. I do remember that? Yeah, there I barely were, remember any episodes. There were. Yeah, I know you're right. There were certain shows in the early 2000s, a few of if you know, not a lot of them that had a lot of good quality staying power you know that people still remember now yeah, you had your your animaniacs your pinky in the brains and then you had your osmosis jones uh, yeah and then you had uh mucha lucha that came that oh one, god i remember now mucha i have lucha. the uh, now i have the theme song stuck in my head shit. and 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 mucha <laughs> lucha came like i think it was oh four oh five i think so yeah like there were certain shows in the early 2000s that had staying power but not a lot of them did which is why fox the the fox the the Fox Box transition over to the Fox Kids and then Fox Kids just slowly started kind of disappearing and then uh, I think it was in the mid two thousands two thousand six two thousand seven that Fox decided to completely altogether get rid of uh, the Fox uh, the the kids the kids network the good the kids yeah. section of the of their daily programming it just completely stopped being a thing was it that late well, yeah I thought it was four, oh yeah I thought no. it was four kids. I thought that no, was four? when they turned into four kids, or was that WWE? That no, turned it turned from four kids into um, 
Kids WB? No, no, no. Okay, here, here, here's how it goes. Okay, so it was the Fox Box came first. Then after that, it was, and then on the other side, you had Kids WB, and then you, and then I, there was another channel. I, for, I completely forget what it was, but it was uh, the Fox Box and Kids WB. And then after that, Kids WB ran as Kids WB all the way into literally the, the mid two thousands. No, here's the thing. You want to know what's crazy as hell? Kids WB and just WB Channel Five in general had a kids a kids block all the way until like 2013, 20, uh, 2012. You're serious? I'm dead serious. Holy shit. They lasted the longest with uh, kids pro- children programming. They lasted the longest out of everybody. And the reason why they stopped it is because it wasn't garnering as much attention as it used to anymore. And you had. Um, Kid, uh, Cartoon Network and you had uh, Nick, Channel, Nick Nick and, and Disney Channel making off branch um, cartoon. Um, they were making off branch like uh, cartoon channels that that had older cartoons. Like Cartoon Network had Boomerang. That's Nickelodeon right. had uh, Nicktoons uh, or Teen Nick, where they would sometimes put their older shows. And then they and then they had um, uh, Disney XD, and then that and 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 it felt like to them like they had no need because after a while, um, I remember it became it went from Kids WB to later on to Four Kids, Kids WB Four Kids, and then after that it transitioned to Bonsai. And then when it was oh, in shit. when it was in its bonsai phase, that's when it finally decided to slowly decline. And it, it, bonsai consisted of mainly a bunch of it. It wasn't new shows. They were a it bunch of all, uh, older shows. They had really? Dragon Ball Z Kai. They had um, old Yu Gi Oh. You know, they had all those other old Yu-Gi-Oh kind of shows. That had Yu-Gi-Oh in it. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh that had Yu Gi Oh in it. <laughs> you know, they, these these shows actually had that. You know, or Bonsai actually had that. And then after a while, you know, stuff like Nick decided to pick up uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai. You know, and like, th- it slowly... neuter everything about it, it. It slowly started to kind of take away everything from Bonsai. And then Channel 5 was like, you know what? Screw it. There's no point. So they cut it. Hmm. But yeah, no. And Fox, Fox ended up dropping off in the mid-2000s. It was uh, Fox. It was the Fox Box, and then it was Fox, uh, the Fox Box for kids, and then it was just Fox for kids, and then that's when we had stuff like the Ninja Turtles, you know, and we also had. This is another one of my honorable mentions, and I'm wearing this shirt. I'm wearing this shirt just for this occasion. This is one of my honorable mentions, and this is one that I actually thought of that I really, really wanted to put on 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 mine. But honestly, I love the show, but. Adam's Family did a little bit more for me, but this show was still one of my favorites and is still one of my favorites. Kirby, right back at you. Oh my god, it barely even I love. So, I have been staring at your shirt this entire time and never, not once, made that freaking connection. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing my pink Kirby shirt. But I, I, I loved uh, Kirby right back at you. I loved that show so much. It was so much fun. And for a while, I was, I was a, I was a kids WB kid because <laughs> I didn't have cable. Yeah, you know. So I slowly transitioned over to um, I, when I found Kirby right back at you because Kirby is my favorite Nintendo character ever. Uh, when I found out that Kirby had a a, a show, I was like. This is really cool, and I, I went over and I decided to start watching it. And every single time, 
um, Kirby Ryback actually came on, I completely left the WB. I was like, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. But, um, yeah, no, but anyways, uh, yeah, the Adams Family, you know, it had, it had staying power. I just feel like it slowly, you know, like, it just, it... It just got the bad, the bad end of the straw, you know, like or the, the bad end of the stick, because that that happens a lot. Which is so sad, because like I know a more than a ton of people who love the films nowadays, who love, who, who have gone back and because of the films have watched the cartoons and yeah, they love well not the cartoons but the more recent one, the ninety two one, not the seventy one. Yeah, and they love it. Even though the seventy three one was actually pretty good too, it just didn't have. There was something about the 92 one that had a particular kind of, like... It had this aura to it. It had this kind of, like, uh, charm to it. It, it. They got a lot of elements from um, the films. Yeah, because it came out a year after the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it got a lot of the charm of the film and threw it in there. And, but, like, the 71, I love it, but I love shitty stuff. And I'm sorry, it is kind of shitty, but it yeah. suffers from that... 70s cartoon feel. Yeah, and like the drawing styles weren't that great for that cartoon, you know? Because it was a 70s cartoon. E- even and... though, even though, like, you know, like there were cartoons that were pretty, pretty decent at the time when it came to their art, uh, artistry and the, and the way they would draw their cartoons, like Scooby. I, I, I still love the animation Wasn't for uh, Scooby Doo. Yeah. Where are you? That's like still one of my favorite animation styles. Wasn't that around the era where pretty much every movie was? Hanna Barbera, yeah, around that time. Oh, yeah. About like every every movie was like a Scooby Doo. No, yeah, you, you every know, popular cartoon I think was pretty much either Hanna Barbera or. No, you know, you know what's funny about that? Bugs, Han- anything bugs bugs. Hanna Hanna Barbera, uh, was the ones that put out the Adams Family, the the ninety two cartoon. Oh. They're the ones that own that. They're the ones that made that. You're right. It's Hanna Barbera. That's so funny. And I th- and honestly, now that I think about it, because I remember at one point in time, the rights to a lot of Hanna-Barbera cartoons were being passed on to Cartoon Network, and I feel like maybe there was a possibility that that cartoon didn't get picked up because there are certain networks that will pick up certain cartoons and other ones they'll just leave them in the, in the cutting, on the cutting room floor. And I feel like the Addams Family might have been one. You might be right. I think that might have, I think that's what might have happened. Honestly. And it's so sad because I, I'm looking through the uh, voice actors and there's a lot of really popular voice actors. Oh yeah, in this. I, I remember that was the first time I ever heard Jim Cummings, dude. Yeah, Jim Cummings is in here. I love I love Jim Cummings. I, I he, was he, he, he was um. Fun fact: Jim Jim <laughs> Jim Cummings was the voice for Darkwing Duck. That's right. Yeah, he was the voice for Pete. Um, pretty much anything. That's why I remember him the, vo- the as the voice for Pete. Pretty much anything from, that's uh, animated nowadays. Anything goofy. Has Jim Cummings in it? Yeah, because he's he's fantastic, phenomenal voice he's actor. Shout Skyrim. out to shout out to Jim Cummings. Um, yeah, he's in Skyrim for all of you Skyrim players. But yeah, yeah no, I it's oh, sad. So is, uh, the guy who played Max, what's his name? He's famous too. He does a lot of Max from Max and Goofy. No, no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know yeah, he was also. Him. But fun fact, he was also in Skyrim. But yeah, no, it's just Adam's family just didn't. I feel like it got the uh, the bad end of the stick. It just it David, did you get Jackie Chan on that list? Did you say <laughs> Jackie Chan Adventures. Jackie Chan Adventures. No, actually, that's definitely one of those awesome shows. I, I don't know if it didn't get any recognition or anything. No, no, here, I, but, that one's pretty popular. And not only that, but here's the thing about it. Now, even now, especially now, 
that show is starting to garner a lot of attention, and it's actually starting to get its like massive cult following. All so, of a sudden, hold on, so much so that they're actually going to make another. Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh that they're bringing God. you back. They're bringing back Jackie Chan Adventures. Are they going to bring back the old voice actors? Um, the girl that voiced um, Jade? Jade, she's coming back. I think. Dude, did you guys know? Um, another fun fact. I'm such a Skyrim freak. I'm sorry. The Samoan guy. He played all the orcs in Skyrim. All the male orcs. I didn't even know that. I remember playing Skyrim and being like, this guy sounds familiar. And then I looked him up and I'm like, son of a bitch, he was Tofu or Tufo. Toru. Didn't she call him Tofu or something? As like a joke or something? Yeah, yeah, she called him Tofu. Yeah, Tofu. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it was Toru. Yeah, Toru played all the male orcs in Skyrim. It was pretty neat. I knew he sounded familiar too. I was like, these all these orcs sound very familiar. I've heard this voice before. But, um, yeah, no, Adam's finally got the bad end of the stick. It's very sad to see it go. Hopefully sometime in the future it gets remade. It's it's a scary thing to take old properties like that and redo them, though. So, I don't know. Because, yeah, it can be either really great or really terrible. Yeah, hey, exactly. Do you know if there's cartoon shows or anything like that? Or just shows in general that that actually play in their websites instead of in networks so they don't run the risk of cancellation? Like streaming? Um, so, so, so there, there are, there yeah. are, car- there are. Like, I know Channel Frederator has a bunch of cartoons, really, on their channel. Well done. The uh, Frederator works closely with Disney. Nick, Nick no, mm-hmm. Nick. Is it Nick? It, yeah, whatever. Um, Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, they, yeah, they were, they were Fairly yeah. Odd Parents um, animators and um, producers. Does that prevent them from? being canceled no 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 having a, no a no, he, no, to, no it doesn't not... here's here's why it doesn't prevent them from being canceled and here's why there's a show on um um whatchamacallit there's a show on Frederator on, Frederator, on channel Frederator that I fucking loved with all my heart what is it that is, that is not going on anymore and it infuriates me because I want it finished Finish it, Frederator, please. What is it? It's um, being puppy cat. I love being puppy cat. I love being puppy cat so much, and it just it just completely just stopped. It stopped production. Yeah, and uh, when they get moved to like streaming like that, YouTube, their channel or whatever, like they don't owe anybody anything. It's yeah. their own work, and you you kind of gotta respect that, but. Again, they don't have to cater to the audience if they don't want to. They don't have. No, invest- I know that. I'm just saying, like shows, certain shows, especially good ones, still run the risk of getting canceled, regardless of how good they're doing. And yeah. I'm just curious if there's any like I, platforms I, these cartoons or shows in general go to. Oh, well, some to, some of them um, are to worry on, about pressure. Some of them are on Netflix. Some oh, no, of them go Netflix on Hulu. Uh, Netflix has Animaniacs. Oh yeah, yeah. And then there's some shows that started on mm. network. Then there's shows that are really clinging on, like t- Fairly Odd Parents. So far, Poof it came out of nowhere. Now there's a dog. Now there's anti anti Poof. There's the anti dog. And then there's and a now there's girl. a new girl. Yeah. And if you've seen the new theme song on YouTube, it is fucking panned. The dislikes is beautiful. Well, I love it. It's t- a beautiful disaster. Talking about your your streaming uh, conscience, uh, there's some shows that have even made the switch from network to streaming. Legend of Korra did that. They were Ooh. losing ratings in the network. Son of a bitch, I didn't even know that. And they moved it 
the, the entire third season to streaming only. Only online. Wasn't Legends of Korra like doing really well and to some extent almost better than SpongeBob, which is their juggernaut that Nickelodeon would not let go of? So, like, rather than give Legend of Korra any space and any wiggle room, they just kept promoting SpongeBob. Well, I think they put it at a bad time slot, and that ended up making it. Yeah, lose because SpongeBob ratings. was 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 taking up most of the spots. And so then they moved it directly to streaming to see not only get the the rest of the story out, but to see how well it would garner. Uh, uh, how much attention it would garner. How much it would t- attention it would garner. And it did really well. I feel like they might as well call Nickelodeon just the SpongeBob channel. Honestly. At this point. Uh, honestly, I, I feel With personally. occasional dashes and, of other cartoons. And this is a topic that we will be discussing later. Because I, I we plan on making um, networks list. Oh. So oh, we, will get, we will get back to this topic. But yeah. Adam's family, for the win. All right, David. <laughs> Please. Okay. What's yours? Hold back for the longest. So before I go into mine, I'm gonna come up with a go into a little backstory. So when I was growing up, I had no cable ever. Been I had there. I had bunny ears until I was in high school. Same. And the very few times that I would go to like my grandmother's house, and she did have cable, I would only watch like. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy or other cartoon Oh, thank stuff. you, John. <laughs> but there was one production company that I, for some reason, would pick up a lot of their shows, and that was Dick Entertainment, D-I-C. Oh, yeah, Deke? I loved, I lo- yeah. Pretty sure it's pronounced Deke? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, I, there's a lot of really, really good, um, Deke, Deke. cartoons. Yeah, and as long as we're talking about them, talk about forgotten television shows. They're like, the number one producers of forgotten television shows, oh, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they've had some pretty good ones. And some pretty shit ones like the Super Mario Brothers show and yeah, The Legend of the, Zelda. I hated The Legend of Zelda one so but much. They also did, like, the real Ghostbusters. And I want to say, um... Uh, I forgot. There's two, there was two versions of Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, there the was... The campy one yeah, and the, the gothic one. I don't think they did extreme Ghostbusters. I know that they did the real no, Ghostbusters. No, I know. I'm just saying, in general... There was two versions of the Ghostbusters, the campy one and the one for edgy teenagers. Well, I liked I liked the Extreme Ghostbusters a lot. It was actually I one remember of my as a kid, shows. I didn't understand any of that, so I was like, "Why is there two different versions of Ghostbusters?" I am very confused. But I'm going to cheat just a little bit because, again, going into the background, when I was younger, I would have to wake up at like 5.30 in the morning just to watch these because I oh, had bunny yeah, yeah, ears. Yeah. Oh. I would have to get up super early and I would do it every... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know where you're going with this. I would do it every single day. Uh, uh, are we talking about Nana Archie's pudding? Weird Mysteries? And... Nana Pudding. What? You still love Nana Pudding. Anyways, Archie's Weird Mysteries and Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. And... Sonic Underground. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've heard of Sonic Underground, but I do remember Sherlock Holmes and the 22nd Century. I definitely remember the the uh, interesting theme song. Sherlock Holmes and the, the 22nd, 22nd Century. Century. Yeah. So the, the reason I have to include them all is because once I sat down, I would watch through all three of them, no matter what was happening. They were, they were my favorite shows at the time, oh, yeah, awesome. partly out of necessity, 
<laughs> because I didn't have Cartoon Network. I didn't have Disney Channel. And partly because I couldn't wait every Saturday morning for Fox and Kids WB to come on. So I would turn on Channel 13, UPN, every day at 5.30 to watch first Sonic Underground. Yeah. UPN. Then Archie's Weird Mysteries, then Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, Holmes, and then get ready for school and go. Yep. Yeah. I, I used to have that exact same schedule, except uh, for uh, Sonic Underground, because by the time I started watching it, it was just Sherlock... Uh, no, it was Archie's Weird Mysteries and then Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. But... Oh man, I loved I loved Archie's Weird Mysteries. It it, it had its particular charm. It, it it had its way about it that it the music was really really catchy. Yeah. Um. It had it had an interesting intro too. Um. The Archie's Weird Mysteries one, and then like I remember there were certain shows that were or certain episodes that were I remember certain episodes that were really really like dark. Yeah. They were really dark, and they were like really 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 cool though, and like it just. I, it appealed to me. Like I remember one of the episodes. One of my favorite episodes, if not my favorite episode, was um, the wolf one. Where there's a wolf terrorizing Riverdale. Yeah, and like nobody can seem to find out who the real wolf is. And then at the end, there's an actual twist as to yeah. who the real wolf is. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. You know, and I was like 10, uh, 10, 11 when this <laughs> yeah. was going on. This came, the show came out in nineteen ninety nine, so I was about. Six or seven when I started watching it, and I, I I grew up watching Twilight Zone and the Night Gallery and all these super creepy shows for a young kid to watch, and then I found out about Archie's Weird Mysteries because fuck sleep when you're a kid, you know. So <laughs> I started watching it and it was creepy and it was kooky and it was weird and I used to go to the supermarket and buy Archie comics. Yeah, me too. All the time when I was a kid. Me too. And all of a sudden, to have Archie fighting zombies and vampires and energy drinks was such a weird concept <laughs> to me. Yeah. And there was this one show that gave me... Uh, sorry, one episode that gave me nightmares when I was a kid. And it, I think it was one of the, the episodes that sparked my love for everything creepy and horror. And it was one where Veronica gets a love potion... And she gives it to Archie, and Archie basically becomes, like, a love zombie to her, and he won't leave her alone. Oh, yeah. He won't eat, and he won't sleep, and he's just constantly, like, after her. And Did, Didn't um, Jughead accidentally end up drinking it, too, or somebody else ended up drinking it by accident, too? I think it spread to, like, a bunch of people. I actually do remember that show. Oh, my God. <laughs> How did the theme song go? What's that sound? That's yeah. right. And the funny thing is, because um, I was re-watching it specifically for this podcast, and the the main voice of Archie kept bugging me. It kept bugging the hell out of me. So I looked him up, and I was fucking amazed about who it was. Who was it? It's, this, it's Andrew Reynolds. And if you guys don't know who that is, he's a big Broadway actor now. I know, Gus, you're not very much into Broadway, but you might have heard of Book of Mormon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the main character. He's Elder Price in Book of Mormon. Holy shit. He's also been in Hairspray. He's been in Hamilton. He's been in Hedwig and the Angry Itch and Jersey Boys. Wow. I know know that might not mean a lot to you guys, but he's the big hot ticket on on Broadway right now, and that's a big thing for me. I'm big into theater. Wow, that's that's crazy. That's a a hell of a transition. Yeah. You're transitioning from voice acting over to, to Broadway. 
which Archie's Weird Mysteries was not his first television credit. You want to know what it is? Okay. And it's another forgotten TV show, Street Sharks. Oh, okay. It was, was, um... Hold on, I'm trying to remember. Is that that? Is that that's a cartoon, right? Yeah. That's the one where the sharks are are like they're like anthropomorphic sharks no walking way. around. It was no back. Way. It was back in the day when everyone. I do remember that show. When everyone okay. was trying to make their own Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so you got <laughs> street sharks, and you got um. All you had the cat, the cats Ninja one. Turtles. Yeah, uh, Ninja Cats. I think it was Ninja Cats. Yeah. yeah. I remember Super Super Sumos. Oh, I remember oh, Super Super su- Sumo. Wasn't it uh, Super Duper Sumo? Super Duper, super Duper Sumo. Sumo. They really think that. But okay, stupid, so stupid so like basically, David cheated and put Three. Deke as pretty much his his forgotten yeah, cartoon cool. gems because yeah, no, the, I I agree. And then Sherlock Holmes was so like it was so interesting in its concept, and it was like it was so different it, because. So do you remember what the premise was? Yeah, Sherlock ended up getting frozen in time, and he eventually later on gets thought out in the 22nd century. And he's all old, and they use a serum on him to make him younger, because they found out that Moriarty is still alive. Yeah, Moriarty's still alive. But it's like a clone of Moriarty, and then Watson's (laughs) there, but it's a robot of Watson. Yeah, 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 I was gonna say, someone is a robot in there. Yeah, Watson was a robot. Yeah, and I remember watching it and going, this is the stupidest show <laughs> ever and not changing the channel yeah no it, it no but like the thing is is like even in general with the whole concept being completely outlandish and like crazy as hell you know the the actual writing for it wasn't that bad it was it was okay you and know you want to know why why because it was basically the um sherlock Holmes stories in another rehashed time. that was it with a few changes here and there but they were the pretty much the original Sherlock Holmes stories. Yeah, no, the writing was actually pretty good for the show. It was it was all right. It wasn't like amazing, but at the same time, it was actually pretty good for the show, and it worked. I think it worked really, really well. I I used like I used to hate that show when I first started it, but I kept watching it because I was desperate for cartoons when I was younger, and I would keep watching it. And <laughs> I would keep watching it, and now I can't let it out of my mind. Because oh, it's just one man. of those shows. And then um, it was Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. Now, Gus, you said you have no idea what that is, right? Ne- Honestly, neither do I. I have a friend who, if he watches this podcast, is probably going to be like, Oh my god, Sonic <laughs> Underground! Because Honestly, I probably have seen it, but odds are I definitely don't remember it. So, the whole premise is this. Sonic has two siblings, Sonya and Manic. Oh, yeah. And basically, it's their royalty, and their mother has gone away. Eggman's take... I think he's actually just Robotnik in this one. Has taken over the planet, and they're trying to find their mother, but they're also an 80s hairband. Oh, yeah, I do remember this. Never mind, I remember this. Yeah, that was... Probably just haven't seen it. That's so funny. I've, I've seen clips of it, but I probably haven't even seen the show. I wonder. I wonder how my my friend Brian oh. feels about this. He's a massive Sonic fan. Shout out to my friend Brian. <laughs> that yeah, I know that I, I I remember that show. I mean, I've honestly like know. I honestly know it. Pure honesty, I know it out of pop uh, because of pop culture. You know, <laughs> because I watch a lot of YouTube and I watch a lot of different um, 
you know, uh, television shows that talk about it or, or, you know, people that talk about it. Again, I have friends that, like, you know, love Sonic, you know, and, like, I've heard about it through them, you know, but I've never actually fully seen the show myself. I remember, what I do remember was I, I was shown the intro, and I know that uh, Sonic's siblings are, like, different colors. I know yeah. she's pink and he's green, yeah. right? And she plays, I think, the keytar? Yeah. And the he key-tar? plays drums. Tar? Yeah. And Did then you say the key tar? Yeah. Yeah, the key tar. <laughs> like I said, totally 80s oh, that's hair so metal. Stupid. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I see where you're coming from. I really I I there's a lot of uh Deke properties that I really really like. It's so funny seeing Deke. Mhm. I remember Deke. that when the kid was like I think something happened. Yeah, I know something happened in the background and then all of a sudden it was Deke. Yeah. You guys want to know into a room or something? The best part of that show was what? So, Jaleel White, do you guys know that name? Yes, um, whatchamacallit, Family, uh, Family Matters. Family um, Matters, he was Urkel. Uh, Urkel, yeah. So, Jaleel White back, uh, started voicing the first Sonic cartoons when they first came out. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Adventures God. of Sonic the Hedgehog, the really kooky, weird one that Holy nothing crap. really mattered. Yeah. Holy crap. And then he, he went on to reprise his in uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and then eventually ending up in Sonic Underground. And you know, you remember how I mentioned the two siblings? Yeah. He not only voiced Sonic, he voiced the Sonya and Manic as well. Sonya? Even the girl? <laughs> so it was Jaleel White Urkel voiced three characters in one cartoon show. <laughs> And my god, the headaches I would get from that show. But again, I couldn't stop watching it. That'd be a hell of a payday. For real. Oh boy. Yeah. Doing three characters all at once. Yeah, that's that's funny. Oh man. That's great. But yeah, I feel like that those those are those are really, really important gems that a lot of people have forgotten, you know, through time and you know, like and, and it sucks because a lot of these shows and I know that there's still a lot of other shows that were you know chopped off because either through time, um, because it it, it, it times move forward you know and people of different demographics start happening people grow up you know audiences leave and then stops being starts being complacent yeah the audience starts changing people start changing stories start changing and then cartoons around them start changing and you know there's certain like cookie cutter things or you know like. You know, in general, just certain themes of the shows that don't match up with the time that we're in currently sometimes, you know. And and it's sad because some of these shows are actually really, really good. You know, like, uh, this is one of my other honorable mentions that I'm going to throw in there. And I would love to talk about this with you guys on another time. But this show, Beetlejuice. Oh. Beetlejuice, the animated series, oh, was so much fun to watch. It was so much fun. I really, really loved that show. And I remember that there were certain um, episodes that would air on... Um, I, remember, I think it was ABC and Fox that owned the rights to it. And I remember, I think I remember that um, uh, Fox was like, Yeah, sure, let's throw in a lot of the darker-themed episodes or whatever. And ABC's <laughs> like, Oh, no. Hell no. What's wrong with you? We're not going to do that. And then they would like, uh, so like certain episodes would end up on Fox and not on ABC, and certain episodes were specifically tailored for ABC that Fox wouldn't pick up, you know, and it was just a constant like power struggle between these two networks over this one cartoon. But yeah, that's a, that's a different topic for another time. Fantastic show. 
really, really forgotten. Some people don't even know that there's an animated uh, Beetlejuice cartoon. Which is so, so sad. If you guys ever get a chance, go look it up. It's not that many episodes long. Yeah, go go, go look up Most a lot of the... Watch go, Beetlejuice. Go, I'll be back. Go, go, <laughs> go out and, you know, watch... You know, watch Archie's Weird Mysteries. Watch The Addams Family. You we, know? We, we talk about what we talk about because they hold a certain meaning to us. We don't just talk about them. We want you to go out and experience what we experience. The three specifically that I talked about hold such a dear place in my heart. I know Johnny's held a deep place in his oh, heart. Oh, yeah. Even Gus is Dave the Barbarian. Oh, that, that horse. Yeah, like so close. St- uh, sticks with him to this day. Go out and watch him. I still live his lifestyle. Yeah, so go. Yeah, go out and enjoy these. You know, and like there's still there's still plenty of other cartoons that I know we we're completely overlooking. Like I know there's the Mask, the animated series. I know, and a lot of these, you know, like and there's Te- uh, Bill and Ted's uh, cartoon adventures. Oh, you know, uh, there's a pu- there's a puppet show. Yeah, like there, there, there's a bunch of cartoons that have you know been Nana lost pudding. through time. Check out Nana Pudding. And when I was a kid, I used to love it. Stay we, up late just to watch it. And maybe some of these cartoons will end up on a list later on. I, I know I hope to do like uh, t- television shows that have gotten cult following. Yeah, you and, know, but yeah, it's just it's it's sad to see a lot of these cartoons just like just go so, away, and some of them don't you know get the opportunity. Sometimes it's you know, uh, through, you know, the corporate offices, like Gus points out, you know, or sometimes, you know, it's just the luck of the draw, like the Adams family, you know, or sometimes there's certain shows that get lost, you know, through time. In the shuffle. And, you know, they're in their prime when they're in their prime, but eventually they fade into obscurity. But, yeah, you know, go out, reach out for these cartoons, watch them again, you know, they're still redeeming qualities, you know, and you'll, you'll see a lot of. You know where things started to change for a lot of you know modern day cartoons. You and know, it, it's it's totally visible. It's visible in the story writing. Even when uh, I remember some cartoons had this time skip in them, where the animation would all of a sudden get better because audiences were expecting better, and then they lost motivation and just dropped off the I map completely. Dexter, I remember Dexter had that. Dexter, like, Dexter yeah. was like. I remember there was one version of Dexter, and then there was like another one where Dexter was a lot skinnier. Yeah, and then um, they had a uh, different was smoothed out. They had a different voice actress voicing oh, Dexter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember there was a, a distinct difference as well uh, between the two voice actresses. But yeah, that was our cartoon gems. Thank you very much for sitting through our second one. Probably uh, a lot easier I know. on you than me, that's for certain. I'm dying. But <laughs> thank you very much. We appreciate all the all the views, all the likes. So please subscribe, leave likes because we are we're throwing these out and for the love every of God, Wednesday. Comment. Comments. Please comment. Follow, we love give to, us feedback. Give we, us suggestions. We we love suggestions. Just let us know what you want to hear in the future. Let us know how you felt about this episode. Yeah, just give us give us your your guys's info. We love hearing what you guys have to say. Don't be afraid to criticize my voice. Especially <laughs> criticize Gus. Yeah, especially Gus because he never seems be to be prepared. It. He's Check never out prepared. My channel when you get a chance. I love you all. But yeah, thank you guys Once very you much. Here, that's for sure. <laughs> thank you very much. We appreciate you guys. Um, subscribe, give us a like, and we will talk to you guys later. Adios. Thank you guys.
What's up, everybody? I can't whoo, enunciate your words. Speak. Speak. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> well, that one was hilarious. <laughs> okay. 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 Okay.